Today is the third day of February. I'm Jill. Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. It's kind of a weird word to say. February. February. I don't know. For some reason, it doesn't. It feels a little, a little funny. But we're moving on. Welcome. So glad that you're here. It's my joy and my honor, my privilege to be reading the Word of God to us uh, individually, collectively, and in community. We are nearing this week together. It's uh, kind of quickly coming to a close. We're rounding around the bases and uh, heading home. Close up a week together and start a brand new one at the turn of a page. Uh, Tomorrow, I'm going to send you out a little invitation to join me on a special journey, but not going to get ahead. That's tomorrow. But right now, we are going to continue the reading in the book of Exodus, chapters 13, 14, and 15. And this week, uh, we're reading in the New English Translation. Exodus chapter 13. The Lord spoke to Moses, set apart to me every firstborn male, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites, whether human or animal, it is mine. Moses said to the people, remember this day on which you came out from Egypt, from the place where you were enslaved. For the Lord brought you out of there with a mighty hand and no bread made with yeast may be eaten. On this day, in the month of Ibib, You are going out. When the Lord brings you to the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, then you will keep this ceremony in this month. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast, and on the seventh day there is to be a festival to the Lord. Bread made without yeast must be eaten, For seven days, no bread made with yeast shall be seen among you, and you must have no yeast among you within any of your borders. You are to tell your son on that day, it is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. It will be a sign for you on your hand and a memorial on your forehead, so that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with a mighty hand the Lord brought you out of Egypt. So you must keep this ordinance at its appointed time from year to year. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and to your fathers and gives it to you, then you must give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb, every firstling of a beast that you have, the males will be the Lord's. Every firstling of a donkey you must redeem with a lamb. And if you do not redeem it, then you must break its neck. Every firstborn of your sons you must redeem. In the future, when your son asks you, what is this? You are to tell him, with a mighty hand, the Lord brought us out from Egypt, from the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to release us, the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of people to the firstborn of animals. That is why I am sacrificing to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb, but all my firstborn sons I redeem. It will be for a sign on your hand, 
and for frontlets on your forehead. For with a mighty hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt. When Pharaoh released the people, God did not lead them by the way to the land of the Philistines, although that was nearby. For God said, Lest the people change their minds and return to Egypt when they experience war. So God brought the people around by the way of the wilderness to the Red Sea, and the Israelites went up from the land of Egypt prepared for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the Israelites solemnly swear, God will surely attend to you, and you will carry my bones up from this place with you. They journeyed from Succoth and camped in Etham on the edge of the desert. Now the Lord was going before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them in the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel day or night. He did not remove the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. The Lord spoke to Moses, Tell the Israelites that they must turn to camp before Pi-Haherath, between Migdal and the sea. You are to camp by the sea before Baal, Zephon, opposite it. Pharaoh will think regarding the Israelites. They are wandering around confused in the land. The desert has closed in on them. I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will chase after them. I will gain honor because of Pharaoh and because of all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So this is what they did. When it was reported to the king of Egypt that the people had fled, the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people, and the king and his servants said, What in the world have we done? For we have released the people of Israel from serving us. Then he prepared his chariots and took his army with him. He took six hundred select chariots and all the rest of the chariots of Egypt and officers on all of them. But the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he chased after the Israelites. Now the Israelites were going out defiantly. The Egyptians chased after them, and all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army overtook them camping by the sea beside Pi-Hihorath, before Baal-Zephon. When Pharaoh got closer, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them, and they were terrified. The Israelites cried out to the Lord, and they said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the desert? What in the world have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Isn't this what we told you in Egypt? Leave us alone so that we can serve the Egyptians, because it is better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses said to the people, Do not fear. Stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord that he will provide for you today. For the Egyptians that you see today, you will never, ever see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you can be still. The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. And as for you, lift up your staff and extend your hand toward the sea and divide it, so that the Israelites may go through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And as for me, I am going to harden the hearts of the Egyptians, so that they will come after them, that I may be honored because of Pharaoh and his army and his chariots and his horsemen. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I have gained my honor because of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. 
the angel of God who was going before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them and the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them. It came between the Egyptian camp and the Israelite camp. It was a dark cloud and it lit up the night so that one camp did not come near the other the whole night. Moses stretched out his hand toward the sea and the Lord drove the sea apart by a strong east wind all that night and he made the sea into dry land and the water was divided. So the Israelites went through the middle of the sea on dry ground, the water forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians chased them and followed them into the middle of the sea, all the horses of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. In the morning watch, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw the Egyptian army into a panic. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, Let's flee from Israel, for the Lord fights for them against Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, Extend your hand toward the sea so that the waters may flow back on the Egyptians, on their chariots, and on their horsemen. So Moses extended his hand toward the sea, and the sea returned to its normal state when the sun began to rise. Now the Egyptians were fleeing before it, but the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the middle of the sea. The water returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the army of Pharaoh that was coming after the Israelites into the sea, not so much as one of them survived. But the Israelites walked on dry ground in the middle of the sea, the water forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel on that day from the power of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the shore of the sea. When Israel saw the great power that the Lord had exercised over the Egyptians, they feared the Lord, and they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. They said, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh and his army he has thrown into the sea, and his chosen officers were drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They went down to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shattered the enemy. In the abundance of your majesty, you have overthrown those who rise up against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters were piled up. The flowing waters stood upright like a heap, and the deep waters were solidified in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will chase, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire will be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword, my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, fearful in praises, working wonders? You stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. By your loyal love you will lead the people whom you have redeemed. 
You will guide them by your strength to your holy dwelling place. The nations will hear and tremble. Anguish will seize the inhabitants of Philistia. And the chiefs of Edom will be terrified. Trembling with seas, the leaders of Moab and the inhabitants of Canaan will shake. Fear and dread will fall on them. By the greatness of your arm, they will be as still as stone until your people pass by, O Lord, until the people whom you have bought pass by. You will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place you made for your residence, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh came with his chariots and his footmen into the sea, and the Lord brought back the waters of the sea on them. But the Israelites walked on dry land in the middle of the sea. Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a hand drum in her hand, and all the women went out after her with hand drums and with dances. Miriam sang in response to them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. Then Moses led Israel to journey away from the Red Sea. They went out to the wilderness of Shur, walking for three days into the wilderness, and found no water. Then they came to Marah, but they were not able to drink the waters of Marah because they were bitter. That is why its name was Marah. So the people murmured against Moses, saying, What can we drink? He cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When Moses threw it into the water, the water became safe to drink. There the Lord made for them a binding ordinance, and there he tested them. He said, If you will diligently obey the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, and pay attention to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, then all the diseases that I brought on the Egyptians I will not bring on you, for I, the Lord, am your healer. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve wells of water and seventy palm trees, and they camped there by the water. Let's look at the God of your story today for a little orientation. Pharaoh and his advisors lamented in Exodus today. With the Hebrew slave labor being gone, the Egyptian leaders began to realize the implications of freeing the Israelites on the Egyptian economy. Once again, Pharaoh's heart hardened toward the children of Israel. And as God's people camped near the shores of the Red Sea, Pharaoh set out with his army to bring them back. When the Israelites realized that the Egyptians were marching to engage them in battle, a wave of panic swept their camp. Why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? They shouted at Moses. Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. This cycle of faith and unbelief was the norm for the children of Israel. We will encounter it over and over, and as we do, we must ponder the ways in which our lives look the same. 
God had led his people out of slavery in extremely dramatic fashion and then brought them directly into an impossible situation. The Egyptian army and the barren wilderness were behind them and the Red Sea was before them. There was nowhere to go. The circumstances looked catastrophic, but God was about to teach them and us that things are not always as they seem. Moses spoke to the anxious and panicking people, don't be afraid, just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you, just stay calm. Moses raised his hand over the sea and God carved a path for them through the water. The children of Israel passed through on dry ground away from certain death to life on the other side. Another beautiful image of redemption revealing God's long plan for the restoration of Earth's people. The Egyptian army attempted to pursue but quickly discovered that their gods could not save them. The walls of water enveloped them and they were never seen again. Impossible situations are impossible without God. But we are not without Him. For nothing will be impossible with God. When we feel we are trapped with an army closing in and a sea blocking our way, may we remember the words of Moses. Don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Is it easy? No. But here's the thing, panic ensues panic. Have you ever seen a group of people and one person manufactures panic and soon panic ensues throughout the entire group of people? We will follow panic when we don't even know what we are panicking about. So imagine Moses in the situation of completely freaking out and panicking how that leadership would have panned out. But his trust in God leads the people to their freedom. And maybe it's just simple today. Maybe it's just we have a choice to enter into panic which absolutely changes nothing. And we have a choice to follow panic when we don't even know where the panic came from and what's causing it. Or we have a choice to lead people by our example into peace, into freedom, into love. And really important to know that don't think that you do not have the capability of leading anybody around you unless it's a large group of people we do this in parenting we do this on social media we do this in our churches we do this in our communities we do this in our workplace we have the ability to do this by just every choice we make every day by entering into fear and panic and chaos and gossip or 
we can be led into perfect peace, righteousness, love. The choice is ours. We are loved enough to have the freedom to choose. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for these words that once again cause us to look inward, cause us to take inventory. Are we acting in fear? Are we being afraid and anxious for nothing? Or can we walk into the freedom by just making a different choice? The freedom and the fullness of all that you have for us. I pray that we would sit with this, take inventory, feel the weight of our choices, the weight of responsibility. And may we choose better. We thank you. We love you. We worship you. And we praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible. That's home base. Check it out. Take a look around. Download the app. It's free. All of that stuff. If you would like to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, we thank you so much for your partnership. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or you can hit the give icon. It's up at the top right hand corner of your mobile device. And lastly, hit the give icon at the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in, several different ways for you to do so. 800-583-2164 or once again, utilizing that app, hit the red circle button up at the top right-hand corner, hit submit, turn the wheel to chronological, make sure it gets to the right place. We are getting ready to leave for Israel in just a couple of days, and I hope that you will follow us on the journey where the Bible comes alive to those that are there. And I know just some of you wish you could experience it, and so we're going to virtually take you with us and do the best job at just keeping you updated with what we took in for the day and give you just a little peel back of uh, personal reflections and uh, just make you feel like you're a part of the trip in some small way. So we will leave in just a couple of days and then we'll resume the reading as normal and then I will just update you at the end of the reading next week and uh, let you know where we've been and what God spoke. So you can join me next week. And uh, as always, we would covet your prayers during that time of travel and being away. The adjustment is, uh, it's a bit to get through and uh, missing family away and all of that. So thank you immensely for your prayers. They will be needed and we appreciate them we'll turn the page together tomorrow i look forward to it i'm jill until then
love one another. Hi, this is Saved by His Grace in Happy Valley. I'm putting this both on DAB and DABC. I desperately need your prayers for my six-year-old grandson, Ronan. Uh, his parents are divorced. Uh, my daughter-in-law cheated on my son uh, because probably he was treating her the way my he saw my husband treat me, and she retaliated by having an affair. Uh, after she divulged that, she became pregnant, and they didn't know whose child it was, but my son said he'd stick by her, except he never forgave her. He was very nasty to her and has been all this time. She finally divorced him, but they share custody of the boy. They got a letter from his school today saying that he's been talking about death and hell and says he loves hell. He asks kids if they want to die. Uh, one little boy was upset with a friend, and so my grandson helped him plot an outrageous scheme to kill him. Um, and he told his teacher that he's actually uh, a demon from hell inside. Uh, my son has gone ballistic, but he and his ex-wife really need to put on a united peaceful front and help this child. Uh, please, please pray. I don't know what else to do. Only God can help. Thank you. Hello, Dab Seers. This is Neil from the North Georgia Mountains. I just listened to today's episode, Friday, January 27th, and at the end I heard the prayer request of Sarah, who is standing and praying for her husband with bipolar and depression. Um, just a little advice, uh, my wife also deals with the same thing. We would average any year of about six months of normal life. We would average about roughly four or five months um, of depression, where it's hard to get out of bed, hard to do anything, hard to have any interest in anything, and that includes in the intimacy department. And then we would have roughly two months of manic, where she's the most adventurous person who wants to go skydiving and rock climbing and, and all this, and also seems to want to make up for whatever she missed in the intimacy department. And all that is hard and can take a toll on a marriage, can take a toll on a spouse, my advice to you is to stand strong and be the lighthouse, be the rock that your husband needs. His life right now is topsy-turvy and he needs somebody strong and solid that he can stand on. The hardest thing to do during this time is to be patient, but there's no doubt in my mind that God has my wife in the palm of his hand and is taking care of her and I believe he is doing the same thing with your husband. I will be praying for you, Sarah, but this is my advice, is to just stand strong, deal with the fights, stay strong, and there's no doubt in my mind that what we go through will be worth it. I will be praying. Hey, DABC, this is Renee, his redeemed daughter. 
Um, I'm trying to get all this out there. I just wanted to say a little prayer for Heather, who called in. First time caller from Nashville, and she brought up um, about Dinah and um, how she has triggers and things, and she wants to be freed. So, Lord, I'm just going to say a prayer right now. I do know exactly what you mean and what you're saying about triggers and trauma and things that have happened to us in our past, Lord, um, being delivered or um, being set free from these things, whether it be 30 years, 40 years, or for a long time. I hope that you can also overcome. I would like to overcome that as well. I know there's a lot of us out there and a lot of us that don't trust men. And God, I'm just realizing as Heather called that that is one of my biggest problems. So I want to say thank you, Heather, also for calling in and asking for that prayer. Um, to the lady who called about her small business, Lord, give her guidance and help her this year with the inventory and let her know what she needs to do. Give her peace and understanding. And Father, I know there was a few more, but I have written down the prayers and I've asked for family prayers for... Um, uh, the, la the last lady that called in for her family and her her sister her that's getting baptized on the 29th and her family and just wanting them to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Lord, I pray that for both my two children. And right now, they both have job opportunities that could be so good for them and they need it because I'm not getting them. I'm getting a little older and getting a little bit scared about that stuff. And so, Lord, just praying for Hello, DAB community. This is Sam from Arizona calling again. Uh, like I said before, my mom has recently passed away from pancreatic cancer. I really want to continue asking for prayers for my family and myself. Uh, pray that God will definitely uh, take care of us and pray for all the, the healing that comes with, that, that we all need. But, um, Thankfully, we managed to get her stuff out of her apartment, so we won't be charged rent for next month, but I gotta get my copy of my key turned in. Um, the funeral is actually gonna be on February 4th. Please keep praying for us. I would very much appreciate it. Thank you very much, and in Jesus' name, amen.